I hear him in the world around me Every sound helps tell the story Splash of water, rush of wind I know God's talking to me I hear Jesus I hear Jesus I hear Jesus He's calling out to me Hello and welcome to I Hear Jesus, a podcast to help us listen for Jesus in our everyday lives. My name's Miss Susie. And I'm Mr. Bill, and we're from the Swickley United Methodist Church in Swickley, Pennsylvania. And as always, we have our friend Lauren with us. She's a superhero, and she's brought her superpowers again. She can make any sound in the world. Ooh, can I make a request this week? Oh, yeah, challenger. Make it hard. I want to hear a race car. Wow, that was tremendous. He was really moving. That was really fast. That was faster than I even knew race cars went. And I couldn't even see them. (laughs) Very, very cool. I wish there were race car stories in the Bible. We could use that more often. Can we race on camels? Maybe they raced on camels in the Bible. You know what? Lauren could find the sound of a camel racing. She would do that. (laughs) All right, maybe next episode. That'll That'll be our challenge, racing camel. But now we're getting we're getting closer to Christmas. That's right. This season, our theme is Christmas surprises, and we're talking all about the surprising things that happen in the Christmas story. I like hearing the Christmas story again and again every year. Every year I hear something new in it. And I was wondering, what do you like about the Christmas story? What jumps out at you? I really like that the Christmas story is for everybody. There's always a part for every person to play. God made sure that everybody was important in Jesus's birth. It wasn't just about Jesus. It was about everybody that was around him. And I like that. I love that. It's still the same message today. It's for everybody today. It's still all these years later. It still reaches out and, and touches each one of us. So I, I like know. That. I know. I, I try to tell everybody that, you know, church is really a place that is for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Just come and you're welcome and to feel loved at church. And I think the Christmas story is a really great way to demonstrate that. And I think we have a story coming up. I think that'll, that'll kind of show us what it means when he says everybody. Yeah, but before we get into that, we need to talk about our sound search. Our sound that we are going to listen for today is the sound of hammering. Mmm. So we must be talking about, I don't know building or making stuff or something like that. So we're going to listen for that sound effect uh, as we go through the story. And you're going to count how many times you hear the hammering sound effect. And then we'll see what the answer is for our sound search at the end of the podcast. Sounds great. So maybe should we move on to the story now? I think it's time for the story. All right. Let's hear the story of Little Sam. Let me introduce myself. My name is Caleb. I'm named after a hero from a scripture. People always call me Sam. Actually, they call me Little Sam. My dad is Big Sam. See, my dad was a Sumerian. He was born in Samaria. My mom was an Israelite, born in Israel, in the Promised Land. There was a border between Samaria and Israel. The people from Samaria and the people from Israel 
do not like each other. So the Sumerians hated my mother, and her people hated my father. They hated us for being a family. We didn't fit anywhere. We didn't belong. We weren't welcome in a market or even a temple or any of the neighborhoods. We moved often, looking for places that felt like home. My dad was a fisherman, a really good one. And he was a builder. He was good with tools. But the only job he could get was a shepherd, working at night. Nobody wanted that job. But for us, the darkness seemed to hide the fact that we didn't even fit. In the darkness, you can't see people pointing fingers at you. You can't see people saying, go back to where you came from, or you don't belong here. When I was 10, my father took me into the field with him at night, Big Sam and Little Sam. I thought that was my future, living and working and hiding in the dark. The sheep didn't care if I was from one side of the border or another. In the dark, I had a friend. His name was Ty. He couldn't hear, and he didn't talk that much. He was a misfit, too. And you would think that a shepherd who couldn't hear wouldn't be much help with the wolves and the bears and the thieves slipping in throughout the night. But he never lost a sheep. Not one. He sensed things and felt things in ways I could not understand. The sheep trusted him, and so did I. Night after night, Big Sam and Little Sam and Ty and a few others, they found peace in the darkness. But one night, the darkness exploded with incredible light. An angel appeared, announcing good news of great joy. A savior was born in Bethlehem. There was a baby and a manger, not too far from us. Then there were so many angels singing, Peace on earth, goodwill to the men. Good news, great joy, all people. My heart was racing. A savior had been born, just a short distance away. It was good news. I ran to my father and clung to him as the angels sang their song. Good news, great joy, all people. As the angels left and the darkness returned, the shepherds gathered and decided to go see the baby in a manger. Ty came and tugged on my sleeve. He wanted me to go with him. Good news, great joy, all people. For a moment, I thought we would go with them. I wanted to see the baby, but my father said no. We will care for the sheep while the others are gone. Good news, great joy, all people. My father grumbled. The angels did not come for us. I listened to Ty and the others rushed towards the village. In a moment, my father and I were alone with the animals. We cannot let anything happen to the sheep, my father said. We can't afford to lose this job. I understood that the night was our savior. The night was our provider. In the darkness, I continued to marvel over the appearance of the angels. I remembered all that they had shared with us. Good news, great joy, all people. Perhaps my father was right. The Israelites really were chosen people. They were God's favorites. They were blessed. The angels weren't singing to us. I walked to the east, and my father walked to the west. We kept the sheep between us. In my thoughts, I recalled the angel's song. Peace on earth, goodwill to the men. And I wanted to believe it. In the quiet of the night, with so many stars shining above us, it seemed almost possible. Good news, great joy, all people. It was the most peaceful night, and I had plenty of time to think about God, who sent his angels to sing to the lonely shepherds. Nobody in the village, nobody in the country, nobody in the world was thinking of us that night, but God remembered us. He knew exactly where you would find us, I made up my mind to ask more questions about this God and his message. What did it mean? Then I heard footsteps and rocks slipping across the ground. Perhaps it was a sheep wandering away from the flock. Could it be a thief approaching? 
I lifted my rod, ready to fight. I saw someone coming towards me in the darkness. I heard him breathing hard, as if he had been running. It was Ty, my friend Ty. He had been running. He had pointed to the sky where the angels had been. He pointed to the village where the baby was born. He pointed to me. He placed his hand on my heart, then pointed again to the village. I shook my head, unsure of what he was suggesting. Ty pointed to his ear. Good news. Ty pointed to my heart. Great job. Ty extended his arms as if he was trying to touch east and west at the same time. Help people. I understood. God may have sent angels to the other shepherds, but he was sending a friend with a message for me. The good news and great joy was for me, too. The good news was for all of us. I found my father and asked if I could go see Ty with the baby in the manger. He nodded, but he chose to stay with the sheep. I followed Ty across the desert and into the village. I hesitated when I saw a young woman holding her baby. Then she smiled and pointed at me. Come closer. Sit with us. I was so nervous. Then I replied, I don't know what to say to him. The woman smiled. His name is Jesus. You can say anything. He's a good listener. I wasn't sure I'd come. The woman whispered. Didn't the angels tell you to come? I wasn't sure they were speaking to me. I came because my friend insisted. The woman nodded. Friends doing the work of angels? I think God would approve. We sat in silence for a moment. After a short time, I told the woman I needed to leave. Would you mind if I turned to my father? I want him to meet Jesus too. The woman touched my hand. A child doing the work of angels. A child sharing the good news? I am sure God would approve. As I ran towards my father that night, the darkness seemed less frightening, and I continued to hear the voices of the angels. Good news, great joy, all people. Well, Mr. Bill, I think that was a great story to show us that God is really talking to everybody out there, not just one or two specific people. I love that. I have, I have lots of moments when I think, is this for me? Is he really talking to me? Does God really have a place for me? And I'm sure on that night, even with an angel in front of you, some of them still maybe, maybe wondered. Well, and I also loved that God knew how to get to little Sam. He didn't just leave it with the angels. He sent the angels, and little Sam didn't really know if the angels were talking to him. So he sent the friend, Ty, to come and talk to little Sam. So sometimes we need to hear God's message from more than one person in order for it to get through, because we don't always want to believe that that's what God wants us to do. It works that way. You hear a friend encouraging you, and you realize it's God giving you a little push. And as I, was, as I was hearing that story again, I realized that maybe sometimes I need to be the friend who gives somebody a little encouragement and tells them, you know, Christmas is for you. This is, this is for all of us. Yeah, I bet we all have somebody in our lives that doesn't really think that Christmas is for them, that Jesus is for them, and that church is for them. And maybe all they need is just a little bit of a push or a little encouragement from us to help them come and experience the joy of Christmas all together. And I'm sure on the, the, the first night, the shepherds, I'm sure they didn't understand everything. I'm sure they knew it was pretty amazing and pretty exciting, but I'm sure they still had questions. So you don't have to understand Christmas, to all the details, 
in the beginning. Just if you invite somebody in, let them hear the music, let them have a cookie, let them you know see the lights and, and mention Jesus, and, and it's an invitation. It's a, it's a door for them to walk through. Mm-hmm. It's really all about sharing love. And as long as we're sharing love, I think we're doing what God wants us to do. Uh, I'm sure we are. I think Christmas was meant to be shared. We still have to talk about our sound search before we end this episode. So did everybody listen for the sound of the hammering? How many times, Lauren, did we hear hammering? Only one One time? time. Ooh, that's a tough one. I wonder if everybody caught it. Well, if you missed it, you can always go back and listen to the story of Little Sam again and see if you can find the hammering that happens in the story. So now I think we're ready to finish up, but we do need to do one more thing before we end our our podcast. Do you know what that is, Mr. Bill? Are we going to do a prayer? I think we should do a prayer. I feel like doing a prayer. Can I do the prayer this time? You can do the prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for all the parts of the Christmas story, but we thank you for creating a story, for sending Jesus for all of us, for letting us know that we all belong, that we're all part of your story, that you've got a place for all of us. And the angels were singing to all of us that night. And thank you, as we saw in the story, for letting us know that we can be, we can be part of the invitation. We can share the story with other people. We can invite them in. Because we know that, um, just like the angels, we can be part of Christmas too. So we thank you for including us. We thank you for sharing with us. We thank you for everything that the Christmas story involves and for all of our parts in it. In your name, Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to I Hear Jesus. And we want to send out special thanks this week to Ben, Felicity, Eric, Jade, Arabella, and Gideon for lending their voices to our story. You can find us online at www.sewicklyumc.org or look for Sewickley UMC on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm Miss Susie. And I'm Mr. Bill. And we'll catch you next time on I Hear Jesus. Bye. See ya. I hear him in the world around me. Every sound helps tell the story. Splash of water, rush of wind. I know God's talking to me. I hear Jesus, I hear Jesus.